2: such a warm-up here, getting ready for uh, Kim to join us. Kim, Stanwood, Terranova joining us here today. You know, I've thought about uh, a few things, and one of them, I'll, I'll just say this, Benny, to you. Hi, Benny. Today is, don't forget what it is today, right? There's a bunch of things that happened today. <laughs> Which one are oh, you right? thinking about? It's like the World Earth Day thing, right? And that's one of them, yes? Yes. Um, and the Earth is very happy today the Earth is thinking, wow, I don't have six million cars running yeah. on my highways today. She's
1: probably taking a big sigh of relief. It's like... Uh-huh.
0: Big I breath. Big breath. Yep.
2: Big breath right there. Yep. Yep. Um
0: She's needed well, it. She's had it coming.
2: Got it coming. It's like <laughs> Mama Earth is saying Yahoo right. people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Two people. Um, And, you know, it's also the day where, as we shared with Dr. Dane previously, is that some days we don't think that we are the players in our own game of life. And believe me, I know how hard this is for a lot of folks. I really do. Um, I've already lost two people Mm. to this within the small place that we live in here Um, people that you know are my buddies um, from where we play ping-pong I know that things will change um, in days to come but it's like we shared in the last show you know there is this place that we could meet each other you know there is that field out there that Mm -hmm. place where we can meet each other and we can meet each other in various ways But when we think of how to get there, we have to think about what Kim wrote about. Mm. We have to think about intention, but, but what is behind intention that works for some and doesn't work for others? Is it outside forces or maybe there is a technology to this? Well, today, that's what we're going to talk about. The technology of intention, activating the power of the universe within you. And the reason I say this is because there are things that each of us could take in any day of our life, things we can do in every day of our life that contribute to what our experience of life is going to be. But what is it that we may not know? And what you're going to find from Kim is beyond, you know, what she does in the world and how she is out there in the world uh, and what she's done in this incredible book, you're going to find out, you know, how this divine space of technology, right, Hmm. how being a spokesperson for truth, how taking a commitment out in the world has led her to write about something, that is so needed in the world today and that everybody could use because there may be a day today where you're thinking i don't have any power i don't know if there's a power of the universe that can help me we're going to help you turn that around kim it's great to have you here
1: thank you i'm so honored i'm so honored and enjoy to be with you today of all days earth day It's a perfect day to be together. Thank you for this opportunity.
2: Oh, you bet. I'm so glad you could do it. Um, Look, I think behind every author, behind every thought leader, behind every person with a message, there's a story. And, you know, if people go to your website and and they look at what is there with this statement, my intention is to empower you to remember who you are. A powerful, mm-hmm. creative being. If, if they read that, this is the message for a time. But the question I have for you, I don't think you got here without stepping in a few potholes.
1: So I want to know <laughs>
2: what are the challenges and obstacles you had to overcome to get you right here to this very moment?
1: There's so many, (laughs) There's so many it would have taken. I think in one of the chapters I say, if I, if I speak on all of them, I'd be writing gone with the wind. And yes, I remember. (laughs) And I believe that it's so important for us to remember that each and every one of us, There's no one on this planet that doesn't have our own bumps to get through to be part of our growing edge. So as I share mine, I'm aware of, we all have them. Ours just look, they may have different titles to them, different names. So as I said, there are so many. My most recent one is the one I'm going to point to. How's that, Dr. Pat? Because the most recent one is tangible. And I find it so interesting and really in alignment with the power of this book is that in the midst of writing this, in the midst of completing this book, which was an intention many years ago, I experienced being part of the Southern California fires a year and a half ago. So in one night, one night after I finished with clients and I opened the door of my office to say goodbye to a client. And when you live in the Malibu mountains long enough, you know certain signs to watch out for. And mine was the smell. I smelled fire immediately and thought, oh, I smell it. Okay, it's close, but I don't see anything. Called the fire department and he said, you know what to do. It is quite a ways away, but you do know what to do. So I prepared for leaving the the essentials. There's always the pack of papers that I always know I have and knew that it was far away. And in the middle of the night, all that changed. The wind was roaring and came rushing through and um, took my home, my retreat center, my office, the entire place within one night. So that, and to know that everything physical is gone in moments was definitely a challenge that I didn't, I never saw coming and either, did anyone else in California who experienced this. So that one element right there, I was so grateful to know I had a pocket of tools that this teaching of technology of intention was going to pull me through this because I'd been cultivating my spiritual technology for years. So when we hit situations in life that are life-changing moments, when we have had a practice in place, we move through them with more grace and strength. Doesn't mean I didn't have moments that I was on my knees in tears, wondering, what is the next step here? Yeah. So, but I had the tools to still use. So when I was able to dry my tears, when I was able to stand up and think, I need clothes, I need food, my children need clothes, where are we going? Once I was able to get past that, the answers were coming. But the technology of the spiritual strength within is was the guiding force to get me through. So... That's a piece of the journey. And there's many other stories that had those potholes, but that one was most recent. And I'm still um, in the midst of it and as gracefully as I can moving through it.
2: Well, you know, I'll tell you what though, it is that story Mm -hmm. that people can point to. And it is that story that is so powerful because what it does is for a lot of people, a lot of times, um, I get I get asked, you know, why didn't you share the story about how sick you were, Pat? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the only thing I could say to them is, that's not why I did the show. My mm-hmm. show is about possibilities. Mm-hmm. The other thing I didn't share is I have had a go-to book at the time. And my don't, don't even know how I came across this book. Like, I don't know, it had to be 2003 or something but I don't know if you can see it. it?
1: Ah, Yes, yes, yes.
2: Can you see the cover?
1: Yes, yes, I can see the cover. (laughs) Um, This
2: little book is my go-to book. And I'll tell you that there have been times in my pain where without knowing what we're about to talk about that you put in your book, right? Mm Mm-hmm without knowing this, I would sit down and I would read the entire book at a Mm -hmm. sitting. And Mm -hmm. I would outwardly say, the prayer is in the book. Mm -hmm. Now, why am I sharing that? Because you know, and you've written about it, Kim, Mm -hmm. is there is a technology to this. Absolutely. And I want to ask you, in writing this book, what was your greatest aha? Because I think I think writing a book is amazing, but I think how we change from writing the book is the mm. real depth of the story, isn't it? Mm.
1: That's such a great question. There were so many aha's. The greatest aha, hold on. Mm. Yeah, it was it was actualizing the possibility that Spirit inspired within me years ago. To see it materialize before me was answered prayer repeatedly. So to know that the aha, and I started to answer this in the beginning, and I didn't complete it, so I'm so glad you asked this question. Sure. Spirit knew when I set the intention years ago that this book was to be written and into the world and did not know how. And then to realize that it was completed in the time after the fire, when I moved six times in one year, when I had no place to sleep, no place to go, no clothes to wear, this book was finished. That to me is the aha is spirit knew, yes, there's a circumstance and it's called a fire and everything's gone. But this intention was set years before that, moments before that, when an intention is set with such clarity there is no stopping it. So the aha was how beautiful that during this time that could seem like one of the hardest times in my life, this is completed and lifted out into the world. So it was such a um, an acceptance of a deeper acceptance of what the book is about, that the power of intention is always propelling forward. It's always in motion. It's always being creative. So the intention moves forward despite the circumstances. So the circumstances we're in the world right now, when we have intentions, they can move through. They're not contained by the circumstance. They're, they're in consciousness. Our intentions <laughs> are forward in consciousness.
2: I was reading from your book and one of the things I I outlined to talk with you about, and I want to talk about it when we come back from break. Yes. There's there's several things in the book that I want to talk about, but one of them is this sentence where it says the activation point is us and Mm -hmm. the universe is awaiting our, our consistent practice to honor all we have within our DNA and create from that connection. So I love this. So the universe is awaiting our consistent practice yes. to honor all we have within. That's what I want to mm-hmm. talk about when we come back because see that is a technological formula in its in ourselves. And yes. if we are missing any one part of that formula, mm-hmm. if we are missing like yeah, our if we're missing that, mm-hmm. we need to make an adjustment. Yes. Uh, this book everybody, we are talking about this. We're also taking your questions. If there's something you want us to help you with today, to set an intention, to maybe put something in way of a treatment action for you, to really bring in the power of the universe today, give us a shout, 1-800-930-2819. If you have a question for us, give us a call. When we come back, we're going to be talking about that place, that place. Are we ready to honor it?
0: Stay tuned. We'll be right back. How many times do you find yourself saying it was nothing or just doing my job when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be seen radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach and mentor. From her experiences, one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later.
2: How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all
0: possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. How do you feel? Just okay? Well, how about you tune in and get ready to be more with the Healing Hour with me, Doc Martin, every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm ready for your questions, and I can't wait to help you find the answers. Every month, we'll have a new live call-in show with innovative topics and a powerful hour of healing. To learn more about me, visit DrSharonMartin.com. See you there. I'm going to be here. You won't want to miss it. Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? You, we created the Ecosystem Approach to recapture human potential. Find us at theecosystemapproach.org. Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
2: Welcome back everybody, welcome back. Yeah, I mean, we are talking about living in the world of possibilities today. You know, you just heard us talk with Dr. Dr. Dane and now you're hearing another story. And you know, these are stories where we're talking with the author of The Technology of Intention. The book is out now
1: today. Uh,
2: Out Now, Uh, Kim, Kim Stanwood Terranova joining me here today, and she's going to finish the story, too. But before we do that, like, what is the best way for people to find out about you, but also to get a copy of the book?
1: Beautiful. Uh, Today, you could go right on Amazon and order your book. They're shipping this day. It's very exciting. And we've already hit number one bestseller on Amazon. We're very excited. And we are also, you can also go to my website, KimStanwoodTerranova.com and find lots of information there and follow me on Instagram at Kim Stanwood. I would love for you to follow me.
2: And, and you're gonna give us an update because there's always a part two or part three or mm. a part four to our story. Um, but I wanna get into it, I'm gonna weave this together if you would. Yes. The book is called The Technology of Intention. And mm-hmm. I am so glad when this came across my desk I said to Linda, finally, Mm -hmm. because my experience with intention is very uh, methodical, right? Mm -hmm. And very almost uh, Einstein-like formula. And, you know, what I mean by that is do X, say X, it will equal Y. -hmm. But in your book and the way you describe it, right,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: not just about that from a formula perspective, but you really focus on the individual me. Absolutely. listening. You're like out of the gate in the book, the powers within you, out (laughs) of the gate. So people, when they see a title like this, the technology of intention, Mm -hmm. start with the powers within you may seem a bit shocking. And I wanted to ask you about this because if you write a book like this, Kim, This kind of book has got to have changed you as well. Mm, mm, Did you get a lesson from your
1: own writing journey here? Oh, did I get Uh, so many lessons? Got so many lessons. uh, Wow, the lesson of receptivity has really been um, up for me lately and especially due to the fire and with the book to be receptive to support of others when I needed a place to write, when I wanted um, to complete this and, and was filling, there was blocks that I have a, I have a team of angels that are right there giving me extra support, like keep going, keep going. So my ability and willingness to open up a bigger door of receiving which is chapter 11 in there is like when we can really receive and know that we can be lifted by the energetic field of love. That was a beautiful lesson to go deeper on. I've thought I was a good receiver before, but the fire taught me to be a better receiver as well as finishing this book is, is to also receive support after and accept um, beautiful invitations like yours is to be right here and speak about it. There's lessons of We must be in balance in our giving and receiving. And I could be a big giver at times, and I get to lean back and say, thank you, thank you, universe, I shall receive as well.
2: I mean, look at, you know, that idea of giving and receiving is about as old as Mm -hmm. the times we can go back (laughs) and talk about spiritual awakenings, epiphanies, spiritual practice, whatever people believe in. That idea of exchange is the foundation and essence, Mm -hmm. I think, of us in humanity. Now, how we go about that Mm -hmm. is what either causes, you know, incongruence or congruence or alignment. Mm -hmm. You know, it is in that exchange, whether it be exchange of things, exchange of energy, exchange of words, exchange, you name it. Absolutely. That is an important essential of life. Yes. But in your book, um, you talk about how important it is to come out of the gate with remembering that I am power mm-hmm. and what the big I is really about. Tell us about that from your perspective and how is how is
1: practicing what you've written about showing up in your life now? Practice is everything. Yeah. Practice, is, practice is everything. It's that... That the big eye of intention is when we are willing to practice our intentions, our lives change. It's just, it's, it is, it's scientists are right along with it. We're all right there agreeing that there's always been this energetic flow of, you know, there's a give and a receive, a cause and effect, and where are we in it and where are we participating? So if we sit back and pretend we're not engaging or do not engage with the universal flow, we could stay stuck. When we remember that the power resides within each and every one of us, meaning the second we look outside at something else to fulfill us, we're we're leading ourselves down a path of disappointment. Because when we come back here to remember, when I get to cultivate this technology, which is the inner strength of my soul. So whatever path that is for individuals, where they call it their practice to do with spirituality, their self-empowerment, something to wake up to the inner possibilities. We have been taught that as long as time as well, is that it resides right here in our very breath. And we don't need to keep looking outside, looking for others to fix our lives. We get to activate that place within us that can engage others to assist us on our path, but to look for others to do it for us is going to lead us to disappointment forever. So that the practice, I always say, you know, powerful athletes don't have any hesitation on practice athletes that are that are really that is what is so important to them they just know they get up and practice. And I believe we practice our in our life we practice until our life becomes our practice so that it's an automatic that we just pick it up to know am I in this situation I need to practice a tool of prayer. over here I need intention. over here I need to sit and meditate. What, and each of us can have our own individual practices. You know, I speak in the book. There's a, a client of mine who his his meditation. He's a surfer. is on the ocean on his board. He's meditating, but that's his practice. Others need to be in a chair in quiet meditation. But what we build in our practices changes our lives.
2: Yeah, I mean, let me ask you about this too, because many people are confused. And I, ha- I was just on a meeting really early this morning. Mm-hmm. And there was a conversation in the meeting about the word expectation and expectations. And, and I think expectations is one of the most misunderstood and misused words floating around. But you go through and mm-hmm. give a brilliant description of the difference between intention and expectation mm-hmm. and I think it's really important because if we don't understand the energy of mm-hmm. the difference, mm-hmm. then it's the energy that's gonna help us make the right choice in this
1: correct. Crisis. Correct. We could get caught in expectation unknowingly. We to really look at the difference between expectation and intention, we have to stay awake. Because when I when people say, But Kim, I don't think I'm an expectation but I'm upset because this certain thing didn't happen at my work or my mates didn't do this certain thing. And that would have made me happy if they did. The second they say that I go, you just got yourself caught in expectation. So there I, I, I like to be really clear that there are expectations that are beautiful expectations of we, that, that are not what I'm referring to. So my difference in how I refer to this is an expectation that is outside of ourselves that we expect anything outside of ourselves to happen in a certain manner to fulfill us. Is an expectation that's going to lead us to disappointment.
2: The yeah, book- and here's what I want to talk about when we come back from break. Okay, I want to talk about this 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 point in the book where you talk about living a life of intention mm-hmm. keeps out expectation. Absolutely. See, I love that, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're living in up in the world of possibilities, yes, you're not living in the world. Of probability, you're not throwing the dice, mm-hmm. you know, with the probability of something that, according to statistics, may or may not happen. So mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. we come back, I want to talk to you about what this looks like, what it feels like, because if folks can get a sense, living mm-hmm. in an intention, and how it literally oblivious, it just obliviates. Mm-hmm. Expectation, then we don't even have to really consciously expect, right?
1: Mm-hmm. We can Let's just take a short
2: and come back. Kim's right. going to tell us about that and much more. For those of you, anybody got a question? 1 800 930 2819. And how does intention and expectation play out in the middle of what we're going through now? How does that play out? and how can it play out to your advantage? Stay tuned, we'll be right back.
1: Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx,
0: Your eternal purpose is calling out to you each and every day. Are you listening? Tune in to Dynamic Destiny Radio with Coach Pete Cafarcio every first and third Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be your authentic self and live the life that you were destined for. Learn practical tools to discover your purpose and conquer other fears that keep you stuck in a life of mediocrity. Learn more about Coach Pete by visiting petecoaching.com. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing or just doing my job when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, courage CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. Some people dream of freedom before they know it even once.
2: What happens when we find ourselves in unimaginable freedom? Retired, children
0: are grown, we've moved on from caregiving, and don't know what to do with all that time you never had before. Well, it's your life. It's up to
2: you now. On the hit new show, Fresh Courage, it's your time to shine with host Sharon Rolfe on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I know I love this music. That's Benny. Love well, it. it's not me personally. That would uh that would be Florence <laughs> oh. Florence and the Machine, cosmic love if you're interested. Oh my god, don't you love Florence and the Machine? Mm-hmm. Why, what is Florence doing right now? Uh, probably <laughs> probably sheltering
1: place like the rest of us. <laughs> oh my god.
2: I mean, oh, I don't even know where to go with that. Um, for those of you out there, look at, um, I don't know, Olivia, am I doing this right with the book here?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, looks Olivia, good. Did I have that right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it takes two producers to do this show. It takes <laughs> Olivia and Benny. <laughs> and there's like five other people behind them. Um, okay, Kim is mm-hmm. the author of this book, joining me here today. But it takes more than just saying she's the author of the book, right? Uh, anybody can write a book except me. I have yet to write my book, but I'm getting very close. We have my book title. Um, I need to, I need, I need a spiritual treatment. I will Um, give you one. Holy cow. Um, (laughs) but what got my attention was I've read every book on intention. I have interviewed Wayne Dyer multiple times, you know, bless him watching down on us right now.
1: Yes, he is.
2: Yep but I've not gotten a book that breaks it down for me mm-hmm. because I really am a girl from the streets of New York. I really am. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I thought the best day of my life was climbing up on them monkey bars. That was like, I, I thought my life, how does it get any better than that in my mm-hmm. life, right? Um, and or playing handball. I'm a, Benny, I'm a mean handball player, <laughs> just saying. But I find my life surreal now. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's because there are these moments where I am so grateful. And Kim, this is related to you. I wanna ask you about this. Before we knew we were gonna do a crowdfunding initiative and it's coming out next week, before we Mm -hmm. knew that, I sat down in front of my camera and I'm not really, Olivia will tell you, I'm not not like really the camera video person. Mm -hmm. But I had a message that I had to get out. And I was really struck by some sadness of a friend of mine. And I sat down in six minutes. It turns out to be I talked about the power of gratitude
1: Mm -hmm. and
2: the power of possibility and the power of action and what we're made of. But even with that, Mm -hmm. I didn't quite have what you're talking about. And that is to be able to reflect on my life and say, I, didn't, I did have to learn to put A and B together and then C. And you're doing that in the book. So what I wanted to talk with you about is as we look at ourselves and your story, man, you lost everything in a fire. My mom died in a fire. Oh, so sorry. I'm very um, aware of fire. Yeah. But I want to know, how did you use this point in the book, living a life in intention? How did that help you through this horrific experience keep you out of expectation?
1: Mm. So that the, the beauty of intention is that when we are living in intention, it naturally takes us out of expectation. It is the solution to ever, if we ever catch ourselves in expectation, I'll say to people, take a breath and think, what's your intention right now? Now, those words, that's my favorite question. My children, every day they went to school, it's the last thing they heard. What's your intention? What's your intention? So it's a natural order of occurrence in our lives that with every situation, whether it's a meeting, whether it's a fire, whether it's trying to rebuild a house, it's what's my intention now? Because the universal field is waiting for that intention, for clarity, for me to be clear what it is I'm calling forth so we can respond to it. So in those moments, the very f- it, it went in layers. So the very first shock of hearing, everything is gone. Yes, it really was your house. It's gone. Here's the picture on the news. You've lost everything. After those initial tears, the intention was, let me allow my heart to, to just weep and feel what it's feeling. Because if I avoided the feeling tones, I would have been stuck and would have been stuffing something. So I went straight through it. I took it as if all right, I'm going straight through this. Whatever level of sadness comes up, I'm going to move through that. My intention is to be gentle with myself. So when we remember intentions are based in qualities, not outcomes, that's a very important key to this book and where we all have an access point there is that I wasn't aiming to say, well, my expectation is I better have a house in a year. I would have been highly disappointed. It's been a year and a half and our community is still healing. So when my intention was, my intention is to call forth that my house is built with speed and accuracy and love and all needs met, and that everything lines up for its highest good to be built, there's nothing in that that had expectation. So the universal field can respond to all those qualities, that it's built with accuracy, love, that everything lines up for the highest good for that house. Now, what happens with that is then I'm not Here in disappointment of see it didn't happen as fast as it should it should have happened in a year house isn't built instead it's the intention is being fulfilled right now and then I leave room for miracles because when we push our control and expectation lots of times we're not leaving room for the miraculous to land because we're operating from the field of well this is what excuse me on this but I know best and when we operate on just what I know best Lots of time that's limited to this human experience. It's not you know spirit is unlimited. Spirit has a vision for the build up of this house that's even beyond mine. So if I limit it that it has to be just this certain things, then I'm going to stay stuck in expectation. So it came in layers, you know of here's now it's my intention. Then my intention came really clear that when I asked Spirit, what's my intention, overall intention now to move through this healing? And the word that came up was flexibility. And I thought, that's interesting. That's interesting. I thought I was a really flexible person. But here's the beauty of that. When I took it on, I was like, okay, my intention is to stand in flexibility. My intention is to allow myself to be flexible and fluid through this process of healing and rebuilding. Now, if I didn't have that intention... The times that I had to move, like I said, six times in the midst of change. And where am I going? And what are we doing now? And where am I getting clothes from? Where am I going to see my clients at? If I wasn't flexible, I would have been stuck in what wasn't working. So, see, I asked the question you were talking earlier today in your other show, and I loved it about the power of our questions. That question, what is my intention now? I yeah. listened, flexibility brought you me.
2: Know, in my yeah, I love what you're talking about. Look, at we got a couple of people. I want to shout out to Linda and Brian. So one of the things Linda's saying on Facebook, and let me just bring it up to you because it's beautiful. It really taps into what you're saying here, Kim. Um, Linda says, the energy of expectation. How do you use the word? Do you get caught in expectation? Intention propels you forward. Yes. Linda. <laughs> um because let's take that statement yes. as being the truth. Yes. If that's true, then what, what expectation will do, it will keep us stuck. Exactly. That's cross-busting.
1: Yes. Yes, <laughs> it is. Yes, it crust, is. Right? And it's um, wonderful to know, oh, if I'm in expectation, oh, just take a breath, gently see it, get right back to Then what is my intention? That gets you out of expectation. It propels you into energy
2: i want to ask you about, there are, there's so many things in the book, but I want to get to one part of the book and, and really go through them with you. Okay. Uh, you know, you say to move through a transformation with more grace and less pain, it is necessary to intentionally cultivate these qualities, mm-hmm. courage, resilience, trust, flexibility, self-love, mm-hmm. right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I want to talk about these. Now, I want to talk about one in particular, and mm-hmm. then we can, we can uh, what do you say, it back into the others. <laughs> uh, of course, I'm going to pick this one. You can always tell when people have personal issues, right? Um, the one I'm going to pick is trust. Mm. And not so much, I mean, I studied trust mm-hmm. in, with broken promises for 10 years. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I could tell you, it is, it is the one thing. Trust and respect
0: in mm. all of my
2: research, right? I could tell mm-hmm. you this. Those are the two boy. They are like, that is like a hot knife on butter. Mm I want to give a shout out to Brian. Hi, Brian. But I want to talk about trust because, does trust, from your perspective, where does that begin?
1: Mm. (laughs) Okay, so I believe that we have this opportunity to look at it this way. Trust to me begins the second we are born. The second we are born, when we are born, our body temples come out of our beautiful mothers, and when it they do, we begin to take breath. Now, when we take our first breath, nobody ever says to us, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You better hold on to that breath. Don't because that's all you're going to get. You got to hold on." We automatically, our entire body system trusts that we can exhale, and here's another inhale that we could exhale. So to me, I believe our very first lesson in trust came the second we were born If we could remember that that we could trust if somebody says to me kim I don't I don't trust that there's God or the universe and I'll ask what do you trust where can are you trusting that your heart is beating are you trusting that you're breathing right now what is the inner sanctuary of your soul can you find a place in there that you trust And when I realized our very first breath was a lesson of trust we could use that the rest of our life to know oh I'm still. I'm still breathing. I'm I'm trusting that something is continuing to function quite well here without me saying body now you got to exhale now I got to inhale. Like that's a that's the beginning of trust. And did you read the intention on the trust page because that's a good one?
2: Yeah, I have got so like I got the book right here with that. Right. Page 96 at the top. All right. right. So let, let's just let's just let's take a let's take a look under the hood. Yeah. <laughs> My intention is to surrender to deep trust, to know I am guided and supported with every breath I take. Mm-hmm. See, that is that is to me the essence of whether or not personally me, I live as a victim for most of my life, mm. or I emerge victorious mm. in, as something else. Mm-hmm. That right there has been the key for me, and mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I'm not perfect. I don't do things perfect. I'm not perfect. I don't always say things perfectly. Uh, I will mispronounce your name, probably give out the wrong website, but I do know that this <laughs> book is called the intent, the technology. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there is something, and this this is what I my book is about, because I've tried to write books like everybody else. I'm mm-hmm. not that person. I was never that kid. I was never the smartest knife in in the the drawer that was not me. but I had something else. I had what I now know is street smart. Mm-hmm. I practice spirituality as street smart spirituality because it works for me I love that. right But one of the things in the book that if people don't stop, they'll blow by what what this mm-hmm. passage and I want to read it. It says, the difference between knowledge and wisdom is knowledge is something you know, but wisdom is something you live. And I'm telling you that I'm not here because I'm smart. I didn't even graduate with a doctorate because I was smart. All of this came from a passion and purpose. You know, my doctorate thesis and all that 10 years of research was because I was watching the atrocity in 1992 of people losing their jobs. Mm -hmm. I mean, we look back at that now, like, but we're going through it again. It is the the violation of the psychological contract. That's what it is. That's Mm -hmm. what I studied. It's Mm -hmm. like a big, long title. Mm -hmm. But in the end, what I found people say in all of my research, thousands of pages I have of this research of interview Mm -hmm. notes, respect is something that comes to the forefront Mm. it is something that people point to and they always almost always say i've got to respect myself Mm -hmm. isn't that part of the energy of what you're talking about
1: that's that's that was one of those qualities of self-love you bet because if we don't have self-respect first, then it's it's we we're looking out into the world again for either somebody to give us something to love ourselves instead of starting at the core. And self-love is a foundation of self-care. It is a spiritual practice. And that is where I talk a lot about acknowledgments, is acknowledgments near the end of the book on that chapter is is like a deposit in the bank account of self-love every day every acknowledgement every statement of today i acknowledge myself that i showed up and moved through this world with more kindness today i took a breath before i said something to someone that was meaningful today i received something i acknowledged myself that i was willing to receive this blessing every single acknowledgement is a deposit in the bank account of self-love and if we are self-loving beings we are loving to our others we are loving to the earth I went for a run this morning, first thing in the morning, and I run through these beautiful mountains. And I do this a lot, but today being Earth Day, it was intentional that my intention was to just... Just bring the vibration of love to every step upon the earth so that as I'm walking, and I teach this to small children, is that as we're walking, the vibration that's moving through our body temple down to the bottom of our feet into the planet earth is the vibration of love and peace. And that vibration is felt in the earth, across the earth, through to the other side, wherever it is. But our willingness to walk in self-love, in love with others, to practice forgiveness, to practice acceptance, to be resilient in our ability to continue to practice even when it's hard, is the ability to continue to live an awakened life. I don't want to live any other kind of life. Being asleep and missing one detail of this life does not interest me. I want to catch every bit of it. It's so exciting. Even the hard stuff is exciting.
2: And really that leads me to, you know, talking about this now because we're here today. And if anybody were to come forward today and look at what an intention, what kind Mm -hmm. of intention Mm -hmm. might we set for ourselves, for the world, for the earth, it would be you. Mm. Um, And, you, you know, this is something that as you're out there as a spiritual teacher, as a practitioner, you know, you are that person that people look at, you know, to hold the faith for them where they can't hold mm-hmm. it for, you know, mm-hmm. really borrowing faith. I mm-hmm. love that. Mm-hmm. But in the world we live in today, and certainly from what you've written in this fabulous book, and congratulations, by the Thank way. Thank you. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Thank you.
1: I'm very grateful.
2: You know, your passionate power might be just what we need
1: to carry mm. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Thank you so much for that. I, I, it's definitely um, something I've had to surrender to. Is that it's, it is. I am very passionate about this. I'm very passionate about assisting others with tools for their awakening. Which is why when I'll have people call and say, "You're not available," "You're not available." I'll go, no, I'm still with a client. or I'm still with a group of people that are that are just they're lighting up in their own inner wake up. And we're all here to walk together to be the place for another to light up of their own wake up. Every story you tell lights somebody else up in possibility. Every door that we open for someone else just allows the world to keep remembering. We get to remember as a, you know that this is we're in the midst of a humanity evolution. Like we're having an evolutionary jump for humanity right now. And what are we bringing in that jump? Is really important. What am I participating? Yesterday, a client was upset and caught in the upset of what's going on. And I said, "Can I ask you a question?" And he said, "Yes." And I said, "I understand you're upset, and I can honor where you're at. And my question after that is, what are you willing to bring to the table in the upset? What are you willing to give? What is yours to give in this time in human history? Whether it is acceptance, whether it is a voice, whether it is you know." individuals who are really speaking up today because it's Earth Day, we all have an opportunity to be present to deliver our gifts right now. And the world needs it.
2: And I love what you just said, because let's talk about this. I know we've got a few minutes left.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, one of the things that I think some some of us have learned, perhaps the hard way, is everything is energy. Mm-hmm. But the energy of giving is equally as important as the energy of receiving. Yes. And that is a lesson everybody has to learn. Yes. But in the world we're living in today, you know, I wonder, as you're working with people, as I'm working Mm -hmm. with people, you know, how can we continue to help people rise up? Now, I do know one thing, making sure you're going for a run every day or every other day or whatever you're doing, you got to take care of yourself first. Yes. I couldn't be here doing this. Right. you know, I I, um, I still, in my own frustration about not what's going on, but about how to provide the financial resources for my team. Mm. You know, we are going to do crowdfunding next week because we want to save the voices of our other independent hosts, mm-hmm. right? We really mm-hmm. want to do yes. that. We need to raise money for them. Yes. Otherwise, we'll go by the wayside of independent media people, and we can't allow that to happen. And Can I ask a question? Yeah.
1: Do you have an intention already set for that?
2: Yes, we do. Well, you mean, really? a financial one or?
1: Just an intention for that whole project to accept unlimited wealth from unlimited spaces. My intention is to know that this, this crowdfunding is lifting our stations, that everyone has what it needs, that there's room for everyone to be honored, that it's being fully funded now, right now, because we're in agreement. But we don't need to know how. It's not our job to know how. So but we could know right now, we don't need to know the how, but right now we could accept that it's fully funded from the universal field and be open to the miraculous. Right? I'm sorry, and anyway. I want
2: you, can you add this one because this is part of our intention? This is this is what no one is talking about. As a network, we were really smart enough to set technology in place mm-hmm. where we can run an entire three channels with three people. But that's not what we're about. Mm -hmm. We want to raise funds for the people that many of our listeners are not hearing about, the people Mm -hmm. that want to take their message out and help others. These are the people that are not able to figure out, and i got to tell you, to figure out the labyrinth of how to even apply for financial help. These are the people that want to be on our network and on other networks, and we want to pay for them. Yes. See, that's our intention. Our intention is not just to fully fund ourselves and the expansion of our network, but we don't want to say no to anybody that wants to do a show with us. Beautiful. That's our intention. We Great. want to open up the door and give a thousand people or more our mm-hmm. show. Yes. That's what independent media is about for me. That's what having independent voices is about for me. That's mm-hmm. what saving voices is about for me. Because you Beautiful. know, you may not know this. But when talk radio changed, 10 million women left talk radio. Mm. They left. We have spent 16 years bringing them back. And I will be damned if we are going to allow that thing to happen again. So right. our is exactly like you said. Now, put exponentially 10 times on that to say, we don't want to ever have people that want to do a show be turned away ever again.
1: Everyone is welcome. There's room for all to be honored. And there's Oh, did room- I get
2: fired up right there? <laughs>
1: Yes, but that's your beautiful passion. It's
2: heartbreaking, Kim. It's so heartbreaking. And you know it. You work with people. I work with people. Mm -hmm. I work with women in recovery. I know what it's like for people to be battling whether or not to take a drink today. I know what it's like for people to try to go to their bank to get money. But I can't help everyone. What Mm -hmm. I can do as I could do what we're doing here and make sure that conversations like yours yes. is always going to be available.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your passion and thank you for your drive and your gifts that you give so abundantly. Thank you. I'm very grateful so, to you.
2: Look at Last question. How do we <laughs> find out more? How do we a copy of the book? And what do you want to leave us with? What's your personal West message? Give us and thank you for that beautiful intention.
1: Absolutely. I'm happy to write as whatever, however many you need or desire. I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready for more. Okay.
2: Go Um, ahead, Kim. How do we find out Go to
1: Amazon today and purchase the book. I'd be thrilled and honored. Please follow me on my website. There you can sign up for my newsletter, which will keep you informed on where I'm speaking because I'm speaking all over the world right now. We'll be taking, having different book launches in different cities. So please go to KimStanwoodTerraNova.com and sign up. As well as follow me on Instagram at Kim Stanwood at, and on Facebook, Kim Stanwood Terranova. Follow me, please. And please assist me to get this book to the world. I want it to get to children all over the world. I would like it to be in, ha- in, in all different languages so that it can assist everyone to continue to activate this field of possibility through the power of intention. Because we are creating no matter what. I want us to create consciously. Um, and what I want to leave you with today is the intention that we can stand in faith and knowledge and stand in wisdom to know that this one presence of love is leading us onward with divine solutions and possibilities in areas that we haven't even seen yet. That something miraculous is being birthed and our intention is to live the wisdom that we're gaining in these quiet moments when we're back in the world, that we're living them full out and that we never forget.